Hello everyone, it's really great to be back with you. It is February when I'm recording this, so it will actually come out this week. Hilarious. All the episodes prior to this I um, recorded late last year, so it's kind of interesting to see where I'm at and what's evolved, I guess, over those last couple of more months, sort of November I think was when I was recording everything, Um, and now to kind of go, where am I? What am I going to tell you on this podcast? Do I even have anything to tell you on this podcast? And yes, I do. So don't, don't be alarmed or anything like that. But it's that whole, what is going to serve you um, and what will support you in terms of moving forward. I've been doing a lot of energetic work lately. Um, it's been really interesting. And when I say a lot, let's just mean not every day. That's just not, I don't roll that that way. I do it in different ways, I guess is, is my point. But this specific piece of energetic work, hopefully, I'm hoping that the podcast episode will come out with the interview with the amazing two ladies, Pam and Sally, next Monday. Um, and then on Thursday, I'm hoping to come back and do a more personalized session about my experience in this space. And it's kind of, I go, why am I telling you about this? But that's something to look forward to. Absolutely. But it's kind of just allowing this evolution of me and this deeper connection to me. So if I can do that, and if I can embody that, then what I have learned on my journey is when I do things for myself, everybody else gets the benefit. And it may not be directly, you may not kind of notice that things are changing for you or that you're starting to think differently. But Chris told me in January, I think it was, that I've done over a hundred, just a hundred beginner health sessions, which were those, and now they're the soul conversations on Thursdays. Um, And that's a lot of content. And it's not about the number per se, but it's around the messages that are within that content. And I have this thought or idea that I want to go back and listen to every single podcast episode that I've done. The realities of me doing that are very, I don't think are actually real, but it's not impossible. Always it's possible, anything we could do. But what I want to do is actually listen to myself when I go back to those episodes, even the interviews. And I want to listen to myself and I want to listen to what, have, what are the messages that I have put out through the podcast uh, that you can take away and that you can evolve? And if you're on Instagram today, I popped up the episode or released the episode with Bethany Shields. And on my, so that's over on my.soul.life.podcast um, on Instagram. And then if you go to my page, Susan Scollin, Susan.scollin, I think it is, um, you will see a story, the stories. One is Bethany, but then two are some of the quotes that came out of the podcast interview that I had made. So just interesting that I was able to pull those out. And I know that I have pulled some of the, well, we have pulled some of those things out in the past, but just haven't been sharing them as much. And I think there's just that opportunity for growth, opportunity for involvement, opportunity for change. And that used to scare the shit out of me, to be honest. Um, I liked things in a certain way. I liked that flow. I liked to know when I was doing things. And if I didn't, well, that just raised what I was look back and kind of go is, you know, those anxious moments. Um, sometimes I could flow with them. I didn't really worry about them. And sometimes I was like, oh, I don't know that I can do that. And I wouldn't say that I had 
anxiety or full-blown anxiety or anything like that, but I just had these anxious moments in my life where I was like, how is that going to work out? And it was through letting go of control that I saw that everything is going to work out exactly as it's meant to, and that I don't have to do anything. I don't have to control anything. I just have to keep showing up and taking action towards this bigger vision. And it's not even a vision. It's just a feeling. It's a feeling that this is where I'm meant to be. And it's much like the podcast, because given that I had all those episodes recorded, I could just listen to them, do all the artwork, put them out. And I didn't have to think about them per se. I didn't have to think about coming in to create them. I just had to come in I just do the work to release them, which is not a small piece of of work, but there wasn't, there wasn't that creativity around what am I going to come in here and talk to you about wasn't actually there. But what I've learned over the last month in particular is the fact that I just need to turn up and take action in the places that feel aligned to me. And when I say that alignment, it feels good to me. Sometimes we have to do things that are you know, getting lunches, getting breakfast, um, taking kids to sport, all that sort of stuff that maybe not feel good to you. Um, but I, I don't, I have found a way to find that good to me. So I just want to put out that, I guess, an offering that things can change and evolve and that you can find a way to feel good about the things that you're doing, even when you feel like you're the taxi. Um, and yesterday was a really good example of it because We were, Teddy was finishing school. Then we were to go to acrobatics at 3.45 at, and he finished that at 4.45. And then at five o'clock, he was to have uh, basketball till six o'clock. And then we would come home. But there was only Teddy in the acrobatics class. And they said, come to the next class. And I said, I can't come to the next class because we've got basketball training. And so they said, come at 6.30 and we'll just trial the class and see how you go. And 6.30 at night on a Monday night, first week of school, first day of the school week, and I will have netball starting soon, which will game start at 5.30 and last game is at 8.30. Like it's that, how do I, how do we coordinate that um, to make that work for Teddy? But I went, okay, we can do it tonight because there's no netball. So we leave Acro in the afternoon to come back at 6.30. We go to find basketball and I can't find it. Um, I know that sounds really stupid, but there's two high, like it was Harvey Bay High and I was at the Harvey Bay State High School. Um, and then I couldn't find where who to speak to in there. I didn't have a contact number for the person that's organising basketball. So then I, And somebody had indicated that that's where we were meant to be. Um, just based on a post in the Facebook group. And then I went, screw it, I'm going to try the other Harvey Bay High, even though um, Facebook was saying it was permanently closed. I was like, okay, that can be wrong. Let's go and check it out. And on the way there, Chris had rung, uh, rung me and I just said, can you ring the contact, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, no worries, rang the contact. Training had been cancelled. It had been posted on the Facebook page. But, of course, I didn't see that because I wasn't looking for it. Anyway, so breathe, Susan, breathe. And we're nearly at this um, Harvey Bay High School. So, and then I'm like, okay, we've got an hour and 20 minutes or an hour and 10 or whatever it was. Um, And obviously we, sorry, let's step back because we had that time after Acro too. So I tried to go and get Teddy his basketball uniform. That shop had closed. We then went to Rebel Sport, got him basketball shoes. So he's happy he's got those sorted. And then we're trying to sort out the basketball training. So we had that sort of stuff happening. And then I just said to Chris, we're going to stay in town because we've got Acro at 6.30. We'll go and have dinner. 
Chris ended up turning around. He was nearly at home driving, you know, another 20 minutes back towards us um, so that we could have dinner together, which was fabulous. And as Chris said later, it was just what he needed. Um, and I knew that we just needed to be down by the beach and just chill and relax. And funnily enough, Chris, Teddy in the car when I'd said, we'll go to the beach, we'll get fish and chips. Um, he was like, no, I don't want to go to the beach, da 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 Anyway, we ended up going to a, uh, a club, uh, the beach the beach house, I think it was. Anyway, we ended up going there and um, once Teddy saw the water, he was like, can I go Can I go down the beach? Can I go down? I'm like, you've got your brand new shoes on. You are not going down there today and you're not taking your shoes off, that sort of stuff. I said, we can come here another time. We will do it. You can climb the rocks. You can do all the things. You can be a kid. It's all fine. I said, but for now, we're going to go and get dinner so that you can have something to eat before we go to Acro. And then I got into Acro at 6.30 and I just sat in the foyer area and I just sat and wrote. Um, and so I found, you know, that calmness or the ability to be and find the things that worked for us in amongst the crazy that was going on. And I think that's what we can all do. Um, so I just wanted to offer that to you because often we can find it hard to find that quietness in those moments and we can get frustrated and don't get me wrong when they said it was up on the Facebook group um, I was just like really like we can't message people or in this day and age we can't find a way through but that was all my stories so that's not a reflection of them I don't know how this club works because it's our first time being with this club now I'm aware and often we learn through our mistakes right so we learn through the challenges that we're faced that we have and so therefore it was like okay we know what the challenge is or we know what the, what the outcome is and we know what we'll do in the future if something comes up and trust me up I'll, I'll be on that facebook group uh next week as well just making sure so that we maybe we go home and then we go back in for that 6 30 acro but that's going to be the next challenge is teddy not wanting to go in at 6 30 at night um he'd rather stay at home of course but anyway that's next week's challenge but so let's come back to why we're here today what we're actually going to talk about now that i've shared all of that and where we're going to go so i've I've been working on my soul life um, and creating the things that I want to create and what does that feel like, but it all starts with small actions. I can't just jump in and release a book like in 2.5 seconds because what I know for me is, sure, I can physically do that, but I'm not connected to that. I can tell myself that I am and I can tell myself that it's intuitively written, but there's going to be a lot of head stuff in there as well for me. So everybody is different, right? It's a journey to get from point A of perhaps, let's talk about the postnatal depression, from having that and acknowledging that I have that. And there is a point behind that where it was building, right? And maybe it was back in um, pregnancy as well. So it wasn't just about like my pregnancy went pretty well, like there were some challenges and I did feel disconnected from um, Teddy at some point during that pregnancy because I just felt like nothing was happening and it was more the waiting game, right? But I, it was there and then to come into that cosmos of sleepless nights, feeding and just that monotonous going over the things all the time, that was all there. And then to be able to come on the other side and get myself out of that um, it's a journey. It's not just a straightforward line. So the same with writing that particular book and me being a manifesting generator, 
I naturally see things and go, oh, that could be a book or that could be a book. It's like when you open the doors to creativity, everything floods in and it's like, okay, it's great that I can see it. Do I need to write it? Do I need to come on the podcast and talk about it? Do I need to create a blog post about it? Do I need to create a course about it? Sometimes the answer is no. And because that's probably coming from my brain, not from my soul. So that slowdown helps me have a look at what's going on for me and whether this is truly aligned to me. And the way that I have been slowing down recently is through swimming. So we have a nine meter pool out the back. I have been swimming in the pool, doing laps in the pool since the end of December and I've been getting in it every day. I started with six laps. Six laps went to 10, went to 20, went to 30. Um, now I have a baseline of 60 laps a day. Um, and that, so that's half a, half a kilometer. So 500 meters, 540 meters anyway, if you want it exact. <laughs> um, and then 112 laps is a kilometer. So I have done 112 laps. I've done 102 laps. I've done 90 laps. I've done 80 laps. It just depends on where I feel like I need to be on that day and what is coming through for me. So not having to do or be everything, but just allowing myself to have that baseline, which is 60, which is like for me, 18 minutes in and out of the pool. It's pretty quick. It's not, you know, I don't have to push it while I'm doing it. Um, and I can break it and I break it down within the 60 laps. So I come back to tens, like blocks of 10 and I then break it down to six laps, get those done first, just be with each individual lap and then have a break and then do another four. Like that's a no brainer and you get to 10 pretty quickly. And then I do another six and that's to 16. And then I'm doing another four that gets me to 20. Like it happens really quickly. So allowing myself this space to just slow down and be present and to notice my body when I'm struggling in the water, when I'm struggling to breathe or catch my breath or to when I know that I'm running out of air, what's going on for me in that lap? Am I pushing? Am I caught up in my head? Because that's what, exactly what's what's happening or what I've noticed is happening. But when I find that balance or that flow when I allow the lap to be what it will be, and sometimes a lap, especially towards the beginning, because I'm putting my face in water and I'm trying to breathe at the same time, right? I'm doing the bilateral breathing, but sometimes it's turning my head every second, um, second stroke and taking a breath. Like that's not bilateral, right? That's just one-sided, but sometimes that's, that's what I need. And I'm only really taking six strokes on my pool, right? So I'm not really doing a huge amount, but Sometimes that's what I need. And so giving myself that permission to slow down, ask myself, what do I need in this moment? What does my body need in this moment? Okay, I need to be connected to the air a little bit more. And then as I get into the swim, I feel like there are times where I, the water and I are one, which is kind of a bit of an oxymoron for the brain because, of course, we need oxygen to be able to breathe and survive. And so I need to be able to take that breath. But there are times under that water where I feel like I'm actually breathing under the water. And I know that that's just breath within my lungs. So don't think that I'm swallowing the water. I'm not, we, I haven't progressed down to that sort of um, level. If that's even possible, I don't know. But it's, it's, there are times where I am taking that breath under the water from the oxygen that's already within my lungs, which is kind of a bit weird. Anyway, 
So it just kind of shows me that when I'm coming in and building my soul life, it's really important for me to slow down. It's really important to break things down as well and be kind to myself in those moments when I am struggling and just be curious about what's going on in those moments when I am struggling because it's all possible Um, well, as I always say, it's possible to live a life you love every day right where you are. And it absolutely is, but it takes those small moments for us to slow down and to create those moments on purpose. And sometimes, you know, that on purpose gets, this is what my brain is telling me, we can get a little bit stuck because we're kind of going, we can beat up on ourselves because we're not doing things in inverted commas on, on, in purpose, on purpose, but maybe we are. Maybe every part of our life is on purpose and it's for where we are right now. So if we can take that beating up off ourselves and just allow ourselves to be in the space, then we can start to create from there. So that's a little bit around what I'm doing this year. My sole goal effectively is to create my soul life. That's what I've been doing. That's what I'm doing now. So it makes sense to me that that's how how it would show up for me now the adventures that sit underneath that so this took a little bit of time to nut through exactly where I needed to be and what I needed to put into this space because in the past I would have put really specific goals around things that I need to create in my business to then create the life or the abundance the financials that I needed to move forward But if that's all taken care of, right, if that's all happening anyway, life is happening anyway, regardless of how much I push or don't push, where do I want to show up? What do I want to be doing? What adventures do I want to be going on so that I can grow as a person and do it for myself first rather than doing it for everybody else, right? So I know, again, the oxymoron of, you know, looking after yourself first, loving yourself first, then everybody else benefits, but it works and it works for me and it works for me every single time. So giving myself that permission to slow down, find my flow, connect with my body, then take steps forward from an aligned approach helps me create my soul life and it helps my family create their soul life because I'm more connected to myself. Therefore, I can support them in connecting more to themselves. And what I mean by support is just holding space for them. I don't tell them what to do. I don't try to fix them. I have absolutely... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry, my lungs are telling you. I have absolutely tried to do that in the past, absolutely hands down. Um, And it's time I've let that go. I really have let that go. And I still see some of those stories pop up. Um, I saw something pop up yesterday in a social media feed and I could have gone on and added some value is in inverted commas, what we say we're doing, we're adding value to people. And I'm like, yeah, I could but that's not where I'm meant to be. So I stopped myself and I went, oh my gosh, that was really hard to do. But it was really a valuable lesson for me. And I said to the universe at that time, thank you for the lesson. Thank you for the opportunity for me to come back into what's true for me. And that then allows me to focus more on myself, not on, oh, did they reply? Did they have any thoughts about what I put in? You know, get caught up into my head, much like we do when 
we're out of alignment with our eating, we will be thinking about where our next meal is coming from and what are we going to eat and, and when, what time that's going to be. But when you find that alignment, none of that really, none of that really matters. So anyway, listen to Bethany. She talks about it on episode 240 of the podcast, just came out on Monday. So let's talk about my adventures. I'm not going to go into great detail, but I'm going to show you a little bit of my process around it. The first adventure that I'm going on this year is to release my first book. And I've talked a bit about that in this podcast, that I need to allow that time for it to evolve. Now, if it's going to be the postnatal depression, great. But as I said before, there's multiple books coming through. I could do one on the self-love. If you recall back to my Facebook, if you were following my Facebook page back then, um, I was doing, I did 30 days of self-love, which 30 days turned into 100, which turned into 500. So I could pull out lots of content from there and actually create a self-love book if that's what I, what I wanted to do. It is on the list, by the way, but it's not necessarily going to be one that I potentially release this year, but although I could say that, and that was what I did with the podcast, I put it on um, my avoidance list and then it came out anyway in 2020. But so that's an idea. There's another fiction book that I'm writing as well. So I'm playing around with that. So I don't know what is going to be released, but it doesn't matter what's being released. It's around the journey that I go on and then I'm releasing it for myself. I'm not releasing it because I need people to read it. I just want to say that again. I'm not releasing anything because I need people to see me. I don't need them to do anything about it. I don't need them to appreciate me or value me. I'm doing it for my own journey. And this is very different to how we talk about anything in life. And I know that I do things differently. So I'm embracing that different, different approach. Sure, it's going to be lovely to have conversations with people who read it or listen to it. If I get it up in audio form and really just enjoy it, you know, particularly the fiction book, that they just enjoy it. And perhaps it deepens a connection within their own relationships uh, with their partners. Maybe that's what's going to happen. But do I need that? No, it's just going to be a fun outcome effectively. The other one is, the other adventure that I'm going on is what I call My Home Is You. And I know I've spoken a little bit about this in this podcast, but not a lot. And it's organizing your online life. And so it's an online platform that just helps us organize all the shit that's going on and that we don't get lost in news feeds. More on that later. I'm not going to dive into a lot of that now, but the purpose is effectively that, organizing our online life. I don't know how many times I've lost something that I've wanted to save or I've saved stuff in a social media app and then it's lost in that feed of things and you can't find it. So I want to be able to create for myself first this resource where I have my favorite, my favorites basically in a visually pleasing way and that I can easily access and I can easily know what's going on with that person that I'm following what's their latest offering because maybe I want to know that or maybe it's clothes what has the summer collection come out for that that brand um so these are the things that I'm playing around with and that that thing has been in my life for nearly nine years now so it's really um, coming to the forefront and, and I'm going to take the space this year to be able to create it for myself first. And then the idea is that I can create it for others. Um, but how that evolves, I'm just going to go on that adventure. I'm just going to go on that journey and I'm just going to see what I learn along the way. And the third thing that I'm doing, um, or my third adventure for the year, is dreaming in another language. 
how cool does that sound? So I have, this has been a dream for my, for me for a very long time. And what I thought it was, was me actually learning to speak French or Italian, more so French. Um, as much as I want to go and live in Italy for a period of time, I actually want to learn the French language. Um, or so I'm telling myself, but what's come through as I've just allowed myself to marinate in this idea of what would that look like? Well, other languages have popped up, things that I wasn't even looking for, like sign language, um, coding, like technical coding. And I don't need to go down as a friend of mine and mentor said to me, you know, well, that's going to be fun because maybe you're not going to like the coding, da, 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 but we can do some stuff. And I was like, yeah, but I think maybe it's tapped into my home is you. And it's actually not coding per se, but it's the way that I build that, um, that platform. And it's that, that could be the language that I, that I, you know, start to speak effectively or start to communicate with or start to learn. And so therefore that's how I start to dream it. Um, but it's also potentially playing music. So we have a keyboard that sits down in our hallway, when we're, which I could get out and play. When we were in Canberra, we stayed at the Hyatt, which was really lovely. And I, we were staying on the third floor and there was a piano there. And one day I just tapped on a couple of keys and created my version, like, and I'm saying a couple of notes that kind of worked together. I had nothing more than that, but I just created that kind of little play on notes that I went, oh, this is really cool. Maybe I could do something in that space. Or maybe it's some of the songs that are inspirational to me. I was just listening to a song. It's called Never Never Till Now by Ashley Cook. And I love it. And it's guitar based. And I'm like, so I don't have a guitar, but we have a ukulele. Could I play around with the ukulele and play around with the sequencing of those notes, like not the notes per se, but just get the the notes flowing to, to be able to hear that song. Could I do that? Or Teddy's learning violin this year. Could I get out his violin and play around and get him to teach me? And could that be the language that I'm going to learn this year? And again, coming back to that manifesting generator, of course, language is going to come at me from different directions. Being really creative, language is going to come at me from different directions as well. So it's kind of not asking me to narrow down as MGs don't like to narrow down manifesting generators. Um, It's just not in our nature. We like to do multiple things so we don't get bored. And that's always been me. So as long as I can have a job that's got different things going on in the job, then I'm happy. Um, Much like a netball. Yes, I was a goal shooter predominantly, but I didn't know where that wing attack was going to land every time. I didn't know where that center was going to land or if she was going to pass to the wing attack. Like I had to read the play all the time. So being able to read that and just open up to it gave me that unique experience every single time. Of course, you do get um, you get do get set plays down pat, so you kind of know where things are going to go. But there's still you know you've still got a defender with you, and you've still got a goal defense out there who may come back and start hunting, and that then opens up the goal attack. So you've just got to read what's happening. So I don't know if that's going to be where I go. I don't know if I'm. I know that I'm not going to just do one language. I think is what I'm. What I what the universe is showing me right now. 
But what that's going to look like, well, maybe I just need to get a deeper connection with my dreams and maybe I'm already doing those dreams. And I mentioned, sorry, I mentioned energetics at the beginning. Maybe it's the energetics work that's going to come through in my dreams as well. Like not channeling, just dreaming, (laughs) just dreaming about doing these things and being in a space where I'm perhaps working with somebody um, and reading back the work, the balance that I've done with them, reading that back to them and seeing what plays out for them in their own life. But maybe thinking about it more broadly, it's actually about what's happening for me because everything comes back to me. So, and hilarious, I just look up the clock and it's 11.22. So ones are the symbol of individuality and twos are the symbol of attraction. So, and it's um, amplified because I've got two ones and two twos. And then if you put them together, we have a six, so one plus one plus two plus two, and that is the gift of healing and community. So it's very aligned with um, what my angel numbers are telling me. I'm on the right track. I just got off a call with a membership group, which was um, I'm a member of, and I just felt like everything's starting to come together. I'm, I'm doing things differently. I'm thinking about things differently. And I'm not saying that everybody else is not thinking in a, a way that I am, but I'm coming at it from a different tact rather than um, getting caught in the details. For me, I've done it in the past and it's really hasn't worked. It hasn't felt good, but this feels really good. So if I can continue to do me, that gives permission for other people to do themselves, much like they've been doing them in this group. And now it's given me permission to do me. I just have to kind of go, do you know what? It's okay to be the kooky one. It's okay to be a different one. It's okay to throw random things in there um, because that excites me and lights me up. So hopefully through all this mess uh, of this podcast episode, you have gotten out what my soul goal is, which is to live in alignment with my soul. And then my three adventures, which are my book, My Home Is You and Dream in Another Language. And I would love to hear what your soul goal is for the year um, and what your adventures are. So come go back to previous episodes. There's plenty of um, support and help with that if you want to dive into that space but let's wrap up thank you so much for being here thank you for being you thank you for listening and having this conversation with me because this isn't a two one-way street may feel like it but it's actually a two-way street so and if you would like to deepen your connection come over to my soul life community over on facebook it's going to build it's not there yet but it's going to build i have complete faith in that and yeah come and if this episode has resonated with you head over to my.soul.life.podcast and on instagram or my website susanscotland.com and find the episode for the or the show notes for this episode and i really look forward to chatting with you take care everyone bye